Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. Pleased to be joined now by SiriusXM NFL radio analyst, former NFL safety, and co-host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. It is one Solomon Wilcots joining us on the line. Solomon, how you doing? Happy holidays. Uh, how fired up are you for this one? This is the marquee matchup of the week, and it's not even close. Yeah, first of all, Chris and Steve, happy holidays to you guys. And, yeah, we're doing great, and look, uh, everyone's excited about this game. You get two great uh, young quarterbacks going at it. Uh, I could see this, uh, you know, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Bills, Bengals sort of developing into a longtime rivalry because these two guys are fun to watch. Yeah, they are, and you know, two different guys as well. Josh is this big, you know, ultimate weapon guy, run it, throw it, yeah. power run, can throw it all over the field, and Joe Burrow – uh, he wins every week standing there in the pocket, and he'll he'll take the sack, he'll make the throw away, but ultimately, with those three guys on the outside, there's always somebody for him to deliver the ball to, and and he beats all these teams right from the pocket. Yeah, you're right, and he'll he'll get out of there, but there's no designed runs with Joe Burrow uh, like what you see with Josh Allen. He's like a throwback and a combination of a um, the heady. Um, sort of a student of the game, the kind of guy that's going to come up with the answers like what Peyton Manning used to do. Um, he's going to figure you out sooner or later. And then he's got that competitiveness of a Tom Brady, this methodical nature of just continuing to stalk you. And then in the fourth quarter um, on that last and final drive, he's going to find a way to get his team into the end zone. And you're right, he's surrounded by a lot of uh, talented weapons, not just the wide receiving core, we know about Chase and Boyd and, uh, and Higgins, but the tight end, um, you know, Hayden Hurst and the two running backs, Samar J.P. Ryan and Joe Mixon, they're as good catching the ball out of the backfield as they are running it uh, with power. So, yeah, there, there are a lot of weapons here, and, and Joe Burrow is not shy about using them. What have you seen, Solomon, over the course of this season in terms of how defenses have tried to approach this Bengals offense, a lot of too high safety looks, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, it, it'd be a surprise. And I think last year, uh, Joe Burrow kind of proved it. He's the last guy you want to blitz. Like, <laughs> when you blitz him, he shreds you. Now, teams have had some sacks early in the season because the offensive line was pretty much new. Um, four of the, new, of the five guys were new to this team. But then once they started to jail – he got back to doing some of the things we saw last year, especially when teams decide they're going to just load it up and come after him. He tends to figure you out pretty quickly, and he'll make you pay for blitzing him. Um, and so I think you're starting to see now, even with Belichick last week when he played the Patriots, yeah, they want to play too high safety, try to force him to find the seams and the holes, and he's proven that he could do that. Right now he's PFFs. Highest-rated quarterback, um, and that's because he's effective uh, against single high man-to-man, 
versus the Blitz or dissecting the zones as well. So he's a very heady player. One of the things we've talked about um, with the Bills and now I, I witnessed too in the last game they played in New England, once in a while you get in these games, the Bills did it against Green Bay, they did it against the first matchup uh, with uh, um, the Packers. With the Packers, they did it with Pack- Green Bay, they did it with, and they did it with New England in the first matchup with New England. The game moves on and it just – the opponent that they're playing, it just seems like an inevitability that they're just going to squeeze the life out of them. They just run out of time. <laughs> they run out of opportunity. That's exactly what the the Bengals did to the Patriots last week. They come out early, and there was that game was never in doubt. Even as a four point win, of course, it was a one score game. But man, oh man, they just the inevitability of that win was evident early on. Both these teams seem to do that. Why do you think that is? I think it's, you know, I think both coaches, you know, these, you know, I think I've got a ton of respect for Sean McDermott right? and the way that he sees the game from a defensive uh, standpoint, but the way that he also brings the offense to complement uh, the defense and the defense complements the, it's, it's what we call that complimentary style of play where the defense is going to get some turnovers. They're going to put the offense on a short field. And then the offense knows that scoring quickly is not always necessarily the style of play, particularly when you're going up against a quarterback like a Joe Burrow who can come back and bring his team back in just a few plays. Bam, you're putting points on the scoreboard. And I, I think McDermott learned that from that divisional game last year against the Chiefs. It's clear that Zach Taylor understands that. Um, and I've often seen where Joe Burrow will get the ball. He understands it. Four minutes left on the clock. We already got him, even if we have a three-point lead. We're not giving them the ball back. We don't have to chase points. We've got the three-point lead. If we don't turn the ball back over um, and we keep it and we run out the clock, we get out of here with a win. You and I both know there are a lot of coaches, hey, score, score, score. Um, but uh, I, I think McDermott, Zach Taylor with both quarterbacks, I think they play a much more heady game, um, and uh, it's a very unique way of, of getting it done. Solomon, we know that you know this Bengals offense is you know top ten in scoring. They could put points on the board in a hurry if you're not careful. Uh, they're also sixth in the league in the red zone. They'll score touchdowns about two thirds of the time, sixty six point seven percent on the season. In the last month, though. Buffalo's defense has rocketed up the board in red zone defense. They're now holding the top spot uh, in the league in red zone defense. Is Cincinnati, you know, uh, an offense good enough to kind of challenge that, you know, through the course of this game? Uh, or or is are they going to run into a buzzsaw here with this Buffalo defense? You know that this it's very interesting because that's why this is such a unique and interesting matchup. I, I think these two teams match up so very well. Um, what the way that Luana Romo plays on defense is from the from back to front, right? The secondaries are the most focal, important part of the way that they sort of eliminate the big plays and don't allow you to throw the ball over their heads. The Bills are designed and cut the same way with Les Frazier their defensive coordinator, and Sean McDermott um, being um, schooled in the art of, of defending the pass first. Then we get to the quarterback. And and so that's why you see both defenses um, ranking in a way when it comes to eliminating scoring. They rank top 10 in scoring defense. 
the red zone coverage, and then what they're going to give you in the second half. They're going to give you a different look than what they give you early in the game. That's why you have to play these games out. I, I wish I could tell you what was going to happen, how things are going to break <laughs> situationally, right? But I do know the Bengals can spread you out. They can under, they can dictate where that one-on-one coverage is going to be. Uh, and then Joe makes his mind up where he thinks um, the advantage is. It's often T. Higgins with that great pass-catching radius. It's often a Jamar Chase who can separate from anyone if he has enough room to operate. Um, and then Hayden Hurst is a big-body guy. And then this slot receiver, Trenton Irwin, is a guy that's come on big time for the Cincinnati Bengals. They've had different players with the injuries that they've had. They've had different guys step up and, and come up big time. Even over the four weeks when Jamar Chase was out, a lot of these guys kept saying, hey, Joe, it's my turn. And he didn't hesitate to throw it to him. One of the things about this team this year that's a little different, they've spent a lot of time and money, a lot of effort rebuilding the offensive line around Joe Burrow because last year, I mean, ultimately it's the one thing that gave up on him in the Super Bowl. Uh, but Lyle Collins now uh, struggling with an injury. He's out and, you know, they're off. And now it's getting beat up. And now they're kind of reverting back to where they were before all of that happened. It's just with five different guys. How's their offensive line holding up uh, now that with Lyle Collins out? Um, and the other guys that are in there, what's their offensive line look like as opposed to where it was a year ago? Yeah, I got to tell you, man, Ted Karras has been phenomenal on the uh, interior part of this offense. Alex Kappa, uh, these guys have been phenomenal. Um, Joe Burrow takes a much shorter drop because he it's like what Brady used to do. He can trust the two, the guards and the center. It's the tackles that are really kind of, you know, they have the soft spots there. And that's why Joe won't hesitate to climb the pocket, press the line of scrimmage, take a shorter drop, get rid of it quick, or press the line of scrimmage and get out of there. He's not going to try to escape, try to break containment outside unless, you know, that somebody loses contain. Uh, but that's where I think our soft spot at left tackle in Jonah Williams, he can be better. There's no doubt. But he's the, he's the guy that's been here. He's the former first-round pick out of Alabama. And then with Lyle Collins going down, Akeem Adenije, uh, he's going to get the start. And he's been rotating in. He's been playing a lot, whether it's at the guard position, the tackle. He's a guy that's uh, that's got multiple skill set to play at the tackle or guard position. Um, so, uh, look, we'll see how it works out. Um, we all know the Bills pass rush has gotten so much better. And I think that Vaughn Miller, what he's given those young guys, we've seen – the growth and development take place in 2022 that wasn't there a year ago. And now that Vaughn's out, these guys are like kind of fully grown up. Big brother, big brother's taught the young pups of things or two. Yeah. Speaking of the pass rush, Cincinnati's pass rush is trying to get back to full health. I know that head coach Zach Taylor said Hubbard is no longer week to week, but day to day trying to come back from that calf injury. I know Hendrickson is playing through a broken wrist. How has the pass rush looked knowing they've been without Hubbard and that Hendrickson is not at 100%? Because Anaruma doesn't blitz a whole lot. No, he doesn't. And last week I thought the pass rush was um, was was pretty good without, without those guys. You know, and then obviously, you know, when you have a broken wrist, uh, it's going to be tough to be able to get to the quarterback. But I, I thought Trey – 
uh, was okay. I, I didn't think he was at on top of his game, and obviously Sam was out. Um, but, you know, these two guys are – they're different than most pass rushers. They're energy guys. These guys are just going to outwork you. They're not going to overwhelm you with speed. They're not going to overwhelm you with power. Typically, you guys know this, the real best pass rushers are guys that usually have one or two and multiple moves. Uh, but these guys are just energy guys. And that's why you'll see great pass rushers. They look great at the beginning of games and find it tough to close it out because they're usually wiped out and they're tired. These guys are like energizer bunnies. I'm just telling you flat out. And it spreads through the rest of the guys um, in terms of the interior pass rushers. You wouldn't think a DJ reader would be a good pass rush, but this guy wrecks your double team on the inside. He gets a great push in the pocket. And that's what allows these guys to use the energy they have coming off the edge. And so the Bengals have multiple players and multiple skill sets, whether it's Joseph Osai um, and whether it's Cam Sample. Uh, they have other guys that lend themselves um, to having really good pass rush. Not great, but just good. They have more hits on the quarterback, according to PFF, than any other defensive front. Even though they may be down in sacks, they get to the quarterback and provide pressure at a at a high ratio. Last one I've got for you. I was watching the uh, New England Patriots hosting the Bengals game last week, and your boy Evan McPherson is struggling a little bit. What is that a, an ongoing issue, or you know, he comes in and just blows two extra points right off the map to start the game? Is that an issue, or has it been? It's become one. Um, and I think it's it's good to point out because this was a guy that he, around here in Cincinnati they started uh, calling him Money Mac. You know, he was a guy that was that was money um, ever since his rookie season one year ago. Very confident young man, and it started out at the beginning of the year. Remember, we lost the holder in that Week One game against Pittsburgh, and holding wasn't quite right. It threw off his timing, so he misses an extra point week one that could have won them the game against the Pittsburgh Steelers end up going into overtime. And then we end up losing that game. And then he would miss another one here or there. And it was mostly on these extra points that end up impacting. And now it's causing him to miss field goals. And some people were pointing to the win that was at Gillette stadium and the special teams coaches come out and said, no, it's got nothing to do with the win. <laughs> so, so I, you know, you pointing it out, I think is, is, is very, good i think it's pertinent there's no doubt steve you and i both know how kickers can be one minute they're locked in i mean i just saw justin tucker from the ravens miss one right a week or two ago and that never happens next thing you know he misses another and you know the 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 ego and the confidence it's it can be fragile for kickers it's good when it's good but when it's not good man you and i both know it can go downhill in a hurry so we just have to wait and see. Yeah, and in a game that may come down to who has the ball last, that could loom very large in deciding this game. Solomon, thanks very much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll catch thanks, up Holly. with you down the line. Have a happy new year. All right, guys. Take care. Have a happy new year. You Bye-bye. too. All right, that's Solomon Wilcots joining us here. Sirius XM NFL radio host, former Bengals defensive back, and also the co-host of the Believe in Bengals podcast network. We want to get back to the tweet sheet to get some more of your thoughts on what you feel is the biggest challenge 
the Bengals present to the Bills for this upcoming Monday night game. And BJ says, stopping the Bengals' run game. If Buffalo can make them one-dimensional and can get pressure on Burrow, I like their chances. I almost would rather have them run the ball. Yeah. And stop throwing it. Yeah, I don't, <clears throat> that's, right? That's a little old school. I'm. Yeah, you got to – If they, yeah, you want Bert, Joe Burrow to hand it off somebody else. That's yeah. better. Um, it'll, that'll last about two plays at most in a <laughs> row because then there'll be third and ten or third and eight. And you're right back to where you started. Yeah. Uh, that's just the way it is in the league. Um, even if they get four yards on a first down run and no yards on the second down run, you're you're still third and six, and yeah. you're still you're still pass covering these guys. So, yeah, if you can do if you can stop the run, yeah, you almost want to line up pre snap and just invite them to run and then dive in maybe and stop it. But man, oh man, you're not going to make them one dimensional. I don't think. Shane on the tweet sheet says, not beating ourselves. Play tight defense like we have been. No turnovers, no drive killing or drive extending penalties. We show up in all aspects and no one can hang with us. This is true for the Bengals, KC, the Eagles, doesn't matter. Now is the time to flip the switch. There's something in that. You got to play playoff football now, basically, yeah, right? This is what this he's is saying. a really important game. This, this game says a lot about how – how easy or hard it's going to be to get to the Super Bowl. You win this game, and, and you know there's. An, I know that they play the Patriots in Week 18, but they win this game and get the number one seed. Think of the dynamic change in just you as us as casual fans watching this game. Think of how our expectations shift if everybody's got to come to Buffalo and they come in here with the Bills on two weeks rest. How right. the expectations. And what you would think about that game, how it would change in that moment. That's that's a big, big swing. And that's what this game means. So yeah, if you wanna if you've got a flip to switch, a switch to flip, start flipping it. Right. And the other thing is, if you're the one seed, that means the Bengals and the Chiefs are presumably the two and the three. And you won't meet them until the you probably you're probably on yeah and you're pro, yeah you're, which means you're only meeting one of them right if you're the two or the three seed you're probably playing both of them that's correct to get to where you want to get so that's the other part of the equation that I don't know if everybody considers when you say ah oh, what's the difference between the one and well the you two? got three then you got three games to play you have an extra game yeah one of them probably would be in in Buffalo no question you get a wild card game in Buffalo but you end up. Playing, you know, one of those teams like you, if you're the three seed, you end up playing right now, it would be the Chargers at nine and six. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you'd be playing them in Buffalo. That's how about take a week off and let somebody else play those guys. Yeah. I'd be all for that. Yeah. Sign me up. Like Cincinnati or. Or Kansas City would be playing those teams. Yeah. Bonnick on the tweet sheet says, Burrow is battle-tested and cool under fire. Also, their ability to strike quick with the deep ball. Yeah, he's not throwing the deep ball quite as much, but they certainly have that capability anytime they want to dial one up. So, yeah, there's a lot. you, you got to defend the whole field with this team. Not, not so much because of Burrow's arm strength, but because of all of the weapons that they can put out on the field. And as Solomon Wilcox pointed out, it's not just – Higgins, Chase, and Boyd. You got Hayden Hurst, the tight end, and the Irwin kid that's, you know, coming alive here. 
Yeah. Um, so it's it's a handful for Buffalo's defense for sure. We got to take a break here because we're up against the clock, but Steve and I will be back to close things up with some final thoughts on the tweet sheet next here on One Bills Live. Stay tuned. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 